The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of me and very much reflect the hidden recalcitrant inside each and every one of you. There will be topics in bad taste and many you won't agree with. So keep a leash on your inner SJW and jump on in with an open mind as we explore the controversial. How you going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Spoken Unspoken. I'm Lint, and I'm joined here today by Michael Jenkins. How you going, man? What's going on, buddy? How you feeling? What's going on? Yeah, good. I mean, it's Thursday, and it's midday, and I'm not working, so that's pretty good. Great schedule. Uh, yeah. It is a good schedule. What time is it there, man? It'll be close to 10. It is 9.34 at the moment, sir. Damn, man. All right, cool. And we know each other from the Prime Pod, so we have to give a shout-out to that. Prime Podcast. Prime Pod, P. Duffy, Carrie. Yeah. P. Duffy Dizzle. <laughs> P. Duffy Diddy Daddy. P. Dizzle and C. Lizzle. Um, <laughs> all right, so today we're um, talking about the feminist paradox, which is it's just probably like I, I should have got someone on that's like at least somewhat feminist. I, I no, Let's not say that because I, I am for some feminist movements. Well, put it this way, the initial feminist movement before it got all weird and hipster and they started turning on each other. Like, if I don't know Ooh. how, like, deep you go into it, but was it, like, Jezebel and some other, like, online blog places? There's where some... they... Yeah, man. you never seen them? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're just, um, yeah, come on. Yeah, they definitely, they internalize their own hatred, and it's hilarious. Well, well see, that's the thing. So, like, it's like when I've, I looked at, like, a couple articles where it was, like, uh, maybe in the comments or even like a, it was another podcast I listened to where a lady actually worked there and she was like she didn't agree with what was being said so it was like feminist women on the internet telling her to like go kill herself get out of here all this craziness and That's I wish crazy. I had the article and it's funny because it was like the original feminist movement was really like hey we want to vote and we want to get out of the kitchen and we want to not be beaten and it totally be legal you know what I'm saying like that yeah. simple stuff that yep. <laughs> was like we're just as good as men, and we're just as strong as men. It's like, calm down, calm down. You're, Maybe like, not. You're not. You're not. That's the thing. Like, but it's fine. <laughs> like, the men and women are different, and that's what makes it awesome. It's just you know, makes equal rights across the board for humans. Yeah, but stop assuming that women are men. Like, well, see, and here I think we were talking about this on uh, Prime. You remember? I think it was after the show when you stayed around a little bit, and I kept telling uh, Duffy to bring up those videos and like. All the times a chick would hit a guy and then he would yeah. hit back. Because I've told, I tell my female friends and family members, I was like, listen, not every guy has that, that little thing in him where it stops him from hitting a woman. Like, there's some guys who will hit anybody. And mm. you kind of need to watch out for that. So keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, I think, and that's been kind of pushed forward by this movement of saying like you know women are, are goddesses and they're all powerful and there's no reason to ever hit a woman and stuff like that so chicks are just walking around banging on their chests going i can say and do what i want no one's going to touch me and you know what some guys aren't they're not brought up like that they're like if someone comes at you you take them down you know what's funny uh, i think didn't i tell you the story about the uh the one time in eighth grade where i had to yeah uh, put my hand on somebody's face uh it was totally and i got hit Three times, I was about to get hit a fourth time before I actually retaliated. Yeah. And that's crazy because 
I don't know what, like, if she was a guy, the first time she hit me, it would have been, like, an all-out brawl, but she's a girl, so I was told, you don't do that, and, you know, guys don't hit girls, and it's like, but my mother actually told me, she said, if a girl's big enough to hit a man, she's big enough to get hit back. This is my mother. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Oh, you gave her three strikes, you know, and, and that was just that kind of mentality of, because I remember, I was saying, like, I used to have the same mentality in school, because I was about four foot tall. I was about 17 or 18, you know. So my mentality was like, no one's going to punch me. I'm too small. So I just I grew up with like a loud mouth and I just... Really? Oh, yeah, man. I was a little shit. Um, You're a guy. Dude. You totally get punched in the face. <laughs> no, but I never would because I was so little. People would be like, no, I can't hit him. He's heaps small. The problem is, is now I'm 27 and I've still got that same little loud mouth prick attitude. Uh... But now I get punched in the face. And I mean, like, I deserve it sometimes. I, I know that. That's not cool. Die, dude. Yeah, I've, I've made peace with that. All right, so we're going to be tackling five main points that I made up this morning. Um, <laughs> that's how journalism works. I'm going to try to also steer away from statistics, mathematical numbers and stuff like that. Facts don't matter. Facts don't matter. Facts don't matter. So I'm trying to go into it kind of anecdotally like the left wing seems to like to do and focus on logical explanations or questions because these are more questions to kind of directed at feminists and stuff than it is me stating my opinion all right all right so we're gonna go with i'm gonna go through um where does the patriarchy live like where does it exist are women equal to men or do they require special treatment (laughs) uh if if all men are victims of toxic masculinity then who is to blame uh, body shaming is a product of the media, which wouldn't exist if women didn't buy magazines and makeup. Very true. And the wage gap does more to prove that women aren't equal to men in the workplace than it does to prove the opposite. <laughs> so this should be a fun episode. <laughs> well, I'm already intrigued and laughing, so let's get it started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number one, where does the patriarchy live? First of all, let's tackle what the perceived patriarchy is Mm -hmm. we'll go to the dictionary for that i guess um and it's yeah defined uh, defined as (laughs) a system of society or government in which the father or eldest male is head of the family and the descent is reckoned through the male line the thematic relationships of the ballad are worked out according to the conventional archetypes of the patriarchy so taking that into account we can first say it doesn't exist in the west we no longer have kings that pass the kingdom on through the lineage and stuff like that we have a democracy and we vote for shit like that so it's very old and yeah it's an outdated system like and it it used to be to keep power and wealth within a family you'd pass it down through the succession um but this exist like this existed back in the day where like most people didn't have the right to vote it wasn't just women or anything like voting wasn't a thing it was just there was a king or a queen yeah and they did whatever the hell they wanted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and even back in these days, like, we had queens. We had influential and powerful women. Like, it wasn't... Even when the patriarchy did exist, it wasn't oppressing women that much. It was, it was like, a more oppressing the poor. What, you, okay, okay, see, you, you're right. Because, you know what, it, it's kind of like how, um, uh, I guess, here in America, how it works. Because a lot of people see it as more of, a, like, a racist thing. And really, it's always a class thing. And I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it works the same all over the world. It's classism. Uh, because yeah. it goes by okay, it goes by who's the richest, you know, and then it breaks down in their little whatever tiers they have for the rich and the wealthy. Then it goes to middle class and 
breaks down to tears. Then it goes to poor, and it always breaks down to tears, meaning, okay, I'm poor, but I'm poor with, like, a job, whether you're poor on welfare or... And then mm. it goes, I'm poor, I'm black, you're white. Then it goes, I'm poor, and you're a woman. It's like, I, okay, so here's the thing. I may, I agree with you, and then I kind of disagree a little bit because it's one of those things where it's like, women kind of always have gotten a little bit of, or not a little bit, a lot of the shit stick because it's like they do a lot, they're expected to do a lot, but because of like physical limability, you know, uh, abilities, it's, in the past, it was like, all right, you need somebody big and strong because who's going to hunt, who's going to build, stuff like that. Who's going to be out all day tilling the fields, getting potatoes, exactly. cabbages. Exactly. Yeah. So like, so it's kind of like that definition of patriarchy doesn't fit that left-wing no. ideology. Not, not anymore, of, anyway. Yeah, not anymore, no. So it's kind of like, when I read that, I went, well, it's not really a patriarchy, is it? But there is a second, um, a second version of it. Mm-hmm. Um which is a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. And this is like the dominant ideology of patriarchy. So, yeah, what women and what power? Like, are we talking political power? Because nobody's stopping women from studying politics. No one's stopping women women from going to to university and becoming a politician or working in a corporate role. That's... If anything, like, women are most likely in the West to um, leave college or university with a degree. Um, there are more scholarships. Like, the scholarship's based entirely on just, you're a chick, here's a scholarship. Like, that's <laughs> literally all it is. Because they're trying to get more women into STEM fields and stuff like that. So, they're being pandered to. Uh, so, women are more likely to get into high, like, you know, the, the kind of corporate um, studies and, and those roles subsequently. And in the UK... By itself, 35% are women are more likely by 35% to go to university. Um, and any a baby girl born in 2016 will be 75% more likely to go to university than a boy if the current trend continues. So, like, well, I know that's here in America too. Yeah, but it doesn't really uphold to this idea of men are just putting women down all the time. So, here's the thing here's the thing. So, I think. W- what they try, what they're trying to say is uh, kind of what like uh, black people are saying now here in America, and what it is is simply like, all right, there was a time and a place where it's like men ruled everything, and even with the you know the queens everything, mm. that's still you know compared to kings, it's you know one totally outweighs the other. So I think what it is is like, all right, it was built for men, and then they started letting women in. But I think they were expecting, like, a lot more women to get let in or something like that without realizing, mm. like, maybe not everybody's qualified. That's the big defining factor, right there. Quali- <laughs> <Yeah>. Qualifications, <laughs> man. I'll get into that a little bit later, and we'll, we'll get back to that. All right. All right. But, um, but, yeah, but we're talking about, like, why a lot of women aren't in high-paying roles and stuff like that. And it's basically because the majority of women have no interest in political fields or scientific fields. Like, women on a whole are kind of, like, more interested in arts or nursing um, or home economics. And that sounds super sexist, but that's just the truth. I mean, look Um, at the... Like, you ever been to a a hospital? I can guarantee you it's going to be 10 nurses to every one, like, one male nurse or male doctor. Mm, So, I mean, I I just recently went to the hospital last year, and everybody except for the guy who operated on me was a woman. (laughs) So... Exactly. Like that, but that's just, I mean, that's, 
wildly renowned as it's a maternal instinct kind of thing to want to take care of people, and that's why a lot of women are nurses. And that's a good thing. Why do we have to discount that and be like, oh, there's more women as nurses? Good. I'd rather women be nurses than dudes. Women have got better bedside manner. They've got a more caring and nurturing kind of... Dude, if I was a nurse, I'd be like, are you dead? No, sweet. All right, here's a juice cup. Fuck off. Um, and that's... <laughs> Well, listen, I'm trying to ask somebody who just spent like a good amount of time in the hospital. I won't say recently, but not that long ago. I'm telling you, I woke up to a male doctor showing me as a case to about 10 people in one room. Like he didn't come in and say, hey, I'm such and such and I'm going to be doing this today. He literally, Mr. Jenkins, I woke up and there were 10 people staring at me. And I have ne- never felt so uncomfortable in my life. Mind you, the nurse before that told me, hey, there's going to be a couple people coming in your room. They're going to help you out. Like, she told me what was going to happen. This yeah. doctor just walked in like, yeah, this patient has, uh, you know, appendicitis and da-da-da. And I'm like, who are you? Why are you staring at yeah. me with ten other people? So The only thing that could make this more uncomfortable is if I had my dick out right now. Well, like I was I was in this I was in that little dress thing and I, young, I, yeah. I I feel, I see how like some of those porno like women like it's harder than it looks, man. I'm telling you, I, I'll be honest with you. Having all those people looking at you, I don't know how they do it, man. I don't know how they do it. No, I feel. I mean, I remember getting out of surgery a couple of years ago, and I was high off my tits, <laughs> right? And I'm walking around. The nurses are trying to get me to sign stuff and I think instead of signing it I drew like a devil woman with giant tits instead of a signature and I'm like that's you and I'm like and I'm just standing there butt naked but, but for the gown like with my ass out and I'm walking up and down the hallway just talking to people super high and stuff and they stop me and hold me like okay we need to get a swab and I was like okay and I like opened my mouth and like no 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 and it's like this like long cotton bud just like straight up my ass crack like they just swabbed my asshole and I'm like alright let's woo buy me a drink first um, yeah. Wait, back on point though. Like, right. yeah, yeah. Back on point. But yeah, regarding this, like this, the idea that the patriarchy stamps down women and all that sort of stuff. It's really not. Like, especially in the academic world. I mean, they're giving yeah. so so many chances, so many opportunities, more so than guys now. So the only one that's really kind of held, holding down women in regards to this is women. <laughs> you know, they're not taking the scientific fields. They're not taking STEM studies. You know um, what? I want I want to disagree with you, just to disagree with you. But uh, ew, I mean, some of those things are true, man. Like as as much as I would like to say, no, no, he, no, that's not true. It's like look at it. It is, you know, it, it just is, man. Yeah, and well, the idea is also. I mean, I think one of the things they come across is like, oh, because women have been downtrodden for so long, they don't feel like they have the right to go into these fields and all that sort of stuff. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. well, look, you really what you're imagining is a bunch of super males sitting around a table shaped like a dick somewhere just <laughs> like Don't get the like just going how do we yeah balls. how do we stamp down women this time and see and you know what's funny uh, that's kind of like let's bring it uh, like to politics with uh, uh, uh it seems like you're pretty up on like uh our politics here from what i've seen in your facebook feeds uh like with donald <laughs> trump and hillary Jeez. clinton <laughs> mm. and uh it's just one of those things where they're like oh my god Look what he said. Look what he's doing. You know, and I'm like, did we just forget about her? Like, I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. I, I I voted for her. And I, I apologize already. But at the same time, 
I don't like Donald Trump. Not because, oh, he talked about grabbing pussy and all that. Like, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. Did he do it? I, I couldn't tell you if he did it or not. I didn't like him just because I don't like anybody who goes into something that doesn't have any type of plan. And that really <laughs> yeah. pisses me off, the fact that, like, I know at least eight to ten people who voted for him. And I was like, what's his plan? To make America great again? I'm like, okay, you know what? This is why I don't like politics. I was like, because I don't like her and I don't like him. But mm. I'm going to be honest with you. He sounds dumber than she does. But she has been doing this for so long. Like, not only, like, to be a politician for over 20 years, you've done a lot of crooked things. It doesn't matter yeah. if they were for good or for bad. You've had to do crooked things. And, like, I remember, like, if you ever get a chance, it's uh, on Netflix. It's something called The 13th. And Hillary, and it's basically about, like, how. You know, when the slaves were free, they brought another... Basically, they did the whole prison thing where, you know, black people in the you know, early 1900s all the way up until essentially now could be arrested for simple things and they're thrown in prison. Now, back in the 1900s, it was way mm. worse because it's like, like if me and you were just standing around talking in front of a store, they could literally round us up and throw us in prison and then force us right back into, you know... Uh, they were forces back into slavery, essentially, but they would say we could work our time off, which would never mm. happen. But Get arrested for a loitering and have to pay the back the government back for exactly. But you would for, never pay for, them for back. waiting while you grabbed a carton of milk out the front of a grocery. But that's what I'm saying. Something. Now, his, mm. the reason why I said all that is because Hillary was one of the people. Because a lot of people blame like uh, was it? I think Reagan, Reagan and Bush, uh, or you know George Bush's daddy. They blame him for it, but in reality, Bill Clinton was the one who passed the most strenuous, actually, like, um, law, you know, bill that caused a lot of the problems we have here in America when it comes to, like, the boom we have in, you know, people going to prison. It's like, Bill Clinton and his wife both agreed that, oh, she even called it super predator. I'm pretty sure you, you might have heard something like that people yeah. were talking bad about it. And... A lot of people were saying it, but she was pushing it. Just how, like, when Nancy Reagan was pushing Just Say No, and just how freaking Michelle Obama was pushing, like, healthy eating, like, she mm. pushed that super predator thing, and she had examples and everything, and, you know, people who look like me were super predators. It didn't matter if we were or not. If you looked like me, you were a super predator. So it's like, she, it's like, you want us to forget her past and put her on pedestal. It's like, I don't trust her either. Like, she was nice. le legitimately said. You know what I'm so you got to take a look at her and you're like, if she's been in politics for over 20 years, you know, she knows how the game goes, she knows how to run the race. And if some dude that's never done anything political his entire life wipes the floor with her, that's bad. She's Listen. a terrible candidate. That's bad. You know, like she should have just had it. No worries. Be, you know, look, it was such, you know what's funny? Now that I look back at it, it seemed like such a layup for her to win that. Nobody looked at that it might be a layup for him to win because people disliked her so much. I mean, think about it. She went against Barack, I think, twice. She lost. She mm -hmm. um, only reason why she won against Bernie was because I, I believe, you know, there was some cheating, some coercion, some whatever. People just still hate the Jews. That's what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen. I, you want to talk about a race of people that uh, has flipped it around. Whew. Good oh, job dude, they've them. been kicked out of almost everywhere on the fucking planet, you know? Like, they wow. still, but they prosper yeah. like a motherfucker, though. When I tell you, they prosper. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to go into the desert for 40 years, you learn how to be fucking frugal with that money. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, that's, you're going to make that right. last.
You yeah. save those uh, black revives or how whatever you call it and all that. <laughs> Get off the point. But no, it's like, but when people, I, I've heard people say, oh, she was set up for, you know, it was the man holding her down, you know, it's a male, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, she was a horrible candidate. Don't pick her. And you're great. Like, everybody, stupid little signs, I'm with her. Like, no, if you weren't with her and you were with the other person who was totally qualified and better version of a candidate, guess who doesn't win? The guy who really didn't want to go. So, yeah. Can you imagine him just sitting there on the night when the, like, the, the Electoral Commission, like, swung his way, just sitting there going, I didn't, what? No. I'm trying to tell you. They've been what am I meant to do? He he did not expect to. It's so many people who were like during like even when he won the Republican you know uh, nominee, people were like, nah, nah, it's not real, it's not real. We're gonna get Ted Cruz in there. We're gonna get Marco Rubio in there. We're gonna handle this. We're gonna handle this. And then as the time went on, he just kept steaming. And I'll tell you one thing: if he took the people that have been being ignored the longest, and that's like, I'd say middle class to lower middle class to poor straight white men who have been told that they were racist, sexist, stupid, uh, misogynistic, all that. He robbed them up so much. And that's how he won. That's honestly how he won. Well, I mean, it it worked. It worked. You know what I mean? He didn't even have to say anything. That's how you know it worked because he didn't even say anything important. He didn't say anything of any, like, you know, (laughs) it it just was a bunch of gibberish. Like, he even said himself, he literally just said himself, drain the swamp, um, lock her up, stuff like that, that he didn't even like him. But somebody told him to say it. He said it and it caught on like wildfire. And he's like, ah, I just said it. He's like, but we're not about that. Like, uh, lock her up. He's like, remember I said that? He's like, ah, we're not worried about that anymore, right? Right? We're not worried about that anymore. And I'm like, you guys don't see this? <laughs> this is the guy you voted for. He's telling you he lied right to your face. But he riled him up enough. But you know what I mean? Like, this is a land of opportunity that you guys live in. You know what I mean? And they say, like, you, you can be anything. It. You can be president. And this is just proof that you can, <laughs> if you go at it, well, you well, can do it. Well, well, let's. If you're <laughs> if you're connected and you're rich, like Obama got in on, like it was the first time I would tell you as a black person I saw an intelligent black man up there. Like, wait a second, he doesn't sound like Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson rhyming words and perms and shit. It's like he sounded like a reasonable human being, and then he he's actually way better at like speeches and stuff than like probably almost anybody in the last 20 years, I'd say. But, as like the one, like if he ran a third time, he would have got it hands down. He would have beat Trump. I mean, oh, dude. I wanted him to, to do a third, third term. And I oh, listen. Well, yeah, that just kind of be kind of a dictatorship. But hey, you know, it's, it's all right. <laughs> but no, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, when you look at him, you're like, oh man, perfect. And then it's like, so you go, all these white guys and then Barack Obama, and you're like, oh, he has to be like exceptional. Because everybody's like, he doesn't really have any personal scandals. Like, cheating and all that nothing like that he had to be i'm saying 100 percent clean minus whatever else scandals happened but with hillary it's like scandal plague even it's like it's like both of the scandals combined you know like um counseled each other out like yeah this team was gonna be the side because a lot of people tell me like i'm like trump had a shitload like if you look at him as businessman he's like a vulture he's the worst of the worst honestly he's found ways to make money Hillary, same thing. I was like, so again, we're getting off topic, but let's gonna go back. Yeah, we're to the let's bring it back to the feminism <laughs> thing, man. But, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. You can't put her up there. You can't put a shit candidate up 
and then expect her to win just because she's a woman. And the other guy mm, is like... That's the, that's the worst part of it, is it was so many people voted for her just because she's a chick. She was the only chick running. And it's like, I don't care if she's got a vagina or a penis or a bit of both. Um, it's, That'd be pretty this, cool, actually. Look at the person, man. Like, look at the person. It could be a... You could put up... I want, actually, I won't use that example because Kanye West. So you could put, like, like, a rap star. And as long as they're, like, a good person... I don't want Kanye in because he's a shitty person. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's crazy. Look at, if, you, if Tupac was still alive, man, throw him up there, man. Someone who knows how to respect low-income families who came from that, who knows how to respect his mother, who has respect for everybody equally and stuff like that, but he's still a gangster-ass motherfucker... Yeah. That's a perfect candidate, you know? He lives in that area. He lived he, well, he lived in that, that lower income area. He knows what the majority of Americans kind of go through. And that's an important thing. Anyway, so back to the <laughs> back to the patriarchy. Um Right, so so we were talking about the guys all around a dick shaped table who kind of put women down and all that sort of stuff. Which the idea that there's the the government's this kind of entity that's just one thing and then just trickle down through it's not because it's a bunch of heaps heaps of different political parties. Yeah. That have to be voted upon, and it would take the assumption that at the head of every one of those political parties is someone going, "All right, this is this month's checklist of how to stamp out women." And like everyone in these political parties have to have that same ideology, but somehow wound up fighting each other on everything else. It's just not feasible. Like the patriarchy exists in the mind of feminists. I think that's pretty much where that is. Well, now. you know, it, it usually only takes like one example of something, and people are running with that, like. If a stupid guy on the train or a bus or walking by, like, hey, sweetie, look at your ass, you know, saying something stupid, then they're like, see, I told you it happens all the time. And, you know, look at this. You know, yeah. I'm like, calm down. You know, that's that You've guy might have been drunk. Exactly. You know, or even if you have like three or five, like if we're talking about 300 people, like how many, you know, like I, I've heard women go, oh my God, like, uh, did you ever see, uh, it's a, like a video on YouTube of this woman walking through, uh, like different places in New York, like Harlem, I think the Bronx, oh, stuff yeah. like that. And mind you, she she, she was kind of fine as shit though. I give it to her. But um, yeah, she was hot, man. She was but hot. she was she walked around for ten hours for ten hours. You know, and they got like a around? five minute video or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, do you know how much stuff I can find in ten? I'm pretty sure somebody would holler at me if I walked around for ten hours in different I'm a dude. I'm a dude, and if I walked around like little old lady shopping centers and shit, I would get more sexual harassment in ten hours yeah, than that chick did in the ghetto. And then, you know, like, but it wasn't just the ghetto. It was like she went to the the she went to different spots, and it's like the most I think I heard she got a bunch of stairs. Like, hey, you know who doesn't get stairs? Big fat ugly chicks. So you should, you should probably be happy that people are staring at you because mm, you know you're it's desirable. a lot of ladies. Exactly. It's like, and then like it was someone like, would put a kid in you and further the human race. That's a good then, thing. But then it's like I, I saw what she had on to. It wasn't like she was big and frumpy clothing that you know guys were just like no. It's like she's, she had on tights, a tight shirt. She was in shape. She had a nice shape, and she was a pretty woman. It's like, and they were saying hi, smile, pretty. God, don't get yeah, me wrong. Hey, it's annoying hey, shit. beautiful. Like it don't, would be, it would be annoying. But it's not it's like annoying, they're annoying. But it's not like they're not they're not saying like fuck. I'm going to drag you down this alley and fucking molest you, you piece exactly. of shit. You know, like they're they're being polite <laughs> about it and. That was, that one right there made me so mad because I'm like, wait a second. I didn't see anything inappropriate. Like, And then the guys who weren't saying anything were staring at her, but she couldn't see them if it wasn't for the camera. So, you know, it was like, they didn't even do anything to you. So what are you talking about? I mean, she's a gorgeous girl. It's like watching a Ferrari go down the street and be like, oh, shit, that's pretty cool. And someone going, this is worth $250,000. It's not just for looking at, okay? Well, you go. There you go. 
then why bring it out? Well, <laughs> again, that's what I'm saying. So they got they got a little bit. They got like a tenth of what they were looking for, and they turned it into like a thousand percent of yeah. proof. They're like, look, look, see, I told you it happens. It happens everywhere. I was like, no, it's worse cases out there. I've seen guys. I've been around. I've had friends who've said worse than that. Like she walked around for ten hours, and that's all she got. She's lucky. Hats off to you. I've had but that became that became worse. the banner of feminism. You know what I mean? Like that became the, something to so to wield stupid. going into battle. So it was stupid. absolutely ridiculous. And every like everyone that's you know not like so much anti-feminist because I'm not really anti-feminist. I love the idea of feminism. Just I like the idea of feminism when it was good. Um, you know they're sitting there going, "This is the stupidest argument. This it, is absolutely ridiculous." Two ten hours dressed like that in Baghdad. <laughs> Man, you won't even get. You wouldn't a, last you two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you wouldn't even last two minutes, man. And people or, are saying or, that the West is in a fucking is in we're in a state of decay as far wait as. Wait a second. Let, the, let that happen on the outskirts. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? You got you got women being raped when they try to go to the bathroom at night. Like, get out of here! Like, you, mm. you're telling me high gorgeous is the epitome of feminism? Like, I, I don't want to hear that. There's way worse going on, and you're up here searching and reaching for something. Yeah. Oh, it's because after oh, we'll get further into it. We do have to go for a break here, though. Thanks for sticking around this long. Listen to these podcasts and buy shit from these people. Do you like beer? Beer. Do you like rock and roll? I'm allergic to penicillin. Do you like drunk Australian? Beer. Do you like interviews with bands exploring facets of entertainers' lives best left to the imagination and possibly not presented on a radio show? I don't know where this is going. Jump on rogueintel.com forward slash remedial. I say, I say, I say, boy, I say, boy, every time I got to go get new boxing gloves for that daggone chicken hawk, I go to rogintel.com slash Amazon, and I get him the bestest boxing gloves that Amazon can buy. <laughs> Look at that. He's hitting that dog. That is the dumbest dog I've ever seen. And we're back. All right, so let's move on to topic two. Um, are women equal to men, or do they require special treatment? Um, and I've got a little note, because I've written stuff down. I'm like, this one won't take too long to get through, as the paradox is pretty much in the title itself. Um, but then I've also I've written down a large chunk of stuff here. So, um, right, I'll just, let me, I'll just breeze through it, and then we'll talk about it. Let's um, go. Right, so are women equal or are they not? The idea that women need special treatment or a leg up in a man's world would insinuate that they need a leg up. Like, they need to have the bar lowered to feel equitable to men. Like, take the military, for example. Yeah, like, exactly. The fitness, fitness requirements for men, I don't know how it is in America, but for men in Australia going into the infantry, um, the fitness requirements for women are much lower than men's. Are you for real? Like, yeah, dude, like, if... Chick can't do as many push-ups as a dude. They're just like, no, nah, sorry, just do as many as you can, and you can go fight to save our country, anyway. Hmm? Like it's ridiculous. Um, uh, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, go, and uh, keep going. Yeah, but that kind of injustice sounds pretty familiar to the feminist argument that if you put a man's name on a female resume, they're more likely to score an interview. Okay, fair enough. But then they all win. Yeah. They don't get the job after the interview because they show up to this interview for with a potential employer going, oh, by the way, before we even met, I lied to you. <laughs> like when you factor it, do, do they ever factor in that variable? No, of course they don't. Because you show up to an interview and says, "This says your name's Paul." Oh no, my name's actually Rebecca. Why did you do that? Oh, because I just assumed you were sexist before I even came in and spoke to you. Like that's the kind of thing that's going to not get you a job straight out the gate. But like, Wait, even if who is doing this? 
Oh, this, dude, BuzzFeed, I'll send you some links after this. Um, these, oh, are, these are all just great things. Like, yo, if you want to get a better interview or blah, 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 you've got to put a man's name down and ugh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Yeah, I think that's just stupid. But I'm totally okay with the military segregating women. Like, if they were like, no, nah, if you're not good enough at being at going into combat and killing people for a living, sorry, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, I don't want these people protecting my country. No. Even if a, if a dude can't meet the minimum requirements as a male to get into the army, I don't want him in the army. I don't want to lower the bar of safety for everyone in my country just so we don't hurt a few people's feelings. Like, this is a, this is a test to see how well you'll be a soldier, not to see if you can, like, lose 10 pounds in a month. Like, you yeah. know, we're not... This isn't a fitness test to, like, you know, oh, what's my goals? Like, no. Like, if you're going to be in the army, listen... I don't want to be in the army. You know why I don't want to be in the army? I don't want to go through boot camp. I don't want to do none of that. I don't want people telling me what to do every day. And you know what else I don't want to do? I don't want to have to shoot people who I don't have a problem with. So yeah. that's why I stay out of the army. So it's like if you think, oh, I, if any of those things sound good to you, then you should probably learn how to do all your push-ups and sit-ups and run your mile and whatever else and make sure that everything is okay. Like, it's simple. It's like it's not sexist to say, hey, you have to do the same like, that's actually true equality. That's right there is proper equality. And I think if you get to the point where you say, like, oh, but I'm a chick, I can't do as many uh, push-ups or whatever as that guy, then they should just go, well, then you're not going to get in the army. Well, first of all, I... That's, well, see, that's a, that's another thing. That type of chick who would do something like, oh, my God, they're discriminating against me, is like, all right, no, you're lowering the bar. Like, there's actually yeah. a chick out here who can do what you can't do. And yeah, she will she's be running. badass. Exactly. She, and she can probably do more than heaps of guys, and she's awesome. And we so we look at her as a soldier, not and as a And she needs to be there. You need to go home and go back to school or pick a trade Get or something on, like that. Do your online blog about but everything's this, oppressive. But, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the thing. That's true. I, you know what's funny? And I, I was kind of trying to save this, but we can. I think we can You know, squeeze it in here. It's like, I, I tell... Um, I told this lady who's like a, she describes herself as a feminist and she's at my gym. And so I was telling her, she's like, oh, I'm a feminist, I'm a feminist, da, da, da. I was like, I was like, you, I was like, I say, so being a feminist, what do you want? She was like, equality. That's it. That's all we want is equality. I was like, you know what? I cannot hate that. It's like, and if somebody's stopping that, you know, boo with them and I hope all bad things happen to them. I was like, but now I was like, do you sure? Are you sure you want true equality? And she was like, yeah, why wouldn't I? She's like, a man can do, a woman can do anything a man can. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to dispute you on that. I was like, but here's the true equality, though. I said, true equality is when I meet you and we go on a date, you pay. When the, when the door comes, you open the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I, if it's true equality, I treat you like a man. Then. And I don't yeah. hold the door open for my man friends. And it's like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I was like, and I told her, I was like, even uh, arguing. You know what I don't do with men? I don't argue. You know why? Because at a certain point, I'm going to feel like you're disrespecting me too much. And now I need to either remove myself or something bad is going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I tell all the time, I was like, at a certain point, guys kind of stop arguing. And they start swinging or doing something stupid, swinging, or puffing yeah. up their chest and all that stuff. And I'm like, you can't. Because what we're biologically predispositioned to do. You know, like if someone exactly. comes at you, it doesn't matter if, if it's an opinion. If it's over a steak dinner, anything, man, that, that's territory. That's <laughs> mental territory. That's physical territory. And we're, everything. We got to fight for that. That's our job. 
Um, but see, that's what that's what I was telling her. I said, "Listen, I was like, right now, if me and you get into an argument and you're just going crazy and you start saying some really disrespectful stuff, I was like, as a man, I'm like, listen, me and you outside, we're gonna handle this because I'm gonna make sure you never say this again." I said, like, "But as a woman, I can only argue with you so much." I was like, "At a certain point, my anger is gonna take over. I'm like, I don't want to argue anymore. Like, either we're gonna fight or shut up, and I can't do that because it's called domestic abuse uh, or uh, by telling a chick to <laughs> shut up." Like well, no, no. Same. I'm talking about. I'm like, talking. I'm talking about the part where it's like I can't treat you like a full-on man because a full-on man, like, no offense, I like you. Now if we get into an argument and you start saying because I've seen women bring up the worst of the worst stuff. Oh my god! Just I'm talking about talking about people's mothers, dead mothers. Talking about you know uh, babies, kids. Talking about men. Talking about you know all this stuff. All these things that it's like. If a man said this, it, the, the first thing he said would have been a fight. And I remember this girl, she got slapped. My friend slapped a girl. We were grown, though. No, we're not grown, like 21. But we were grown-ish. That's and pretty grown, man. You, you were voting. That's a, that's a grown man. That's a grown man. I was like, yeah. uh, but he, he slapped a girl because she talked about not only his dead mother, but she also told him uh, how she aborted his baby because he was such a loser. Mind you, he wanted to be a father. He was ready for this. And she told him about an abortion she had, didn't tell him, and then talked about how he ain't shit, his mama wasn't shit. I'm like, whew. And we're and there's a bunch of guys looking like, oh, man, somebody needs to get her because this isn't going to end well. Mm-hmm. And right when we were thinking that, pow, he slapped the dog shit out of her. <laughs> and we broke it up. We made sure he didn't hit her anymore. But we all came to realization later on, like, yeah, she deserved that one. She, she earned yeah. that one. She totally that's, that's a hard thing to say, you know what I mean? Because like saying she deserved it, I mean, sitting there and listening to that, I'm like, any any human that sits there and goes to somebody else like that talks talks about aborting their kid, like that's a punchable in the like a punch in the face offense. You know what I mean? That's a that's a solid, like that's an oh dude, it was such a nonchalant like ha ha way. She was like, ah, oh, you thought I was gonna have your kid? I was like, oh my god, like this is really disrespectful. Yeah, but that sort of situation, dude, you got to kind of, and it's that, oh, dude, that's what I'm talking about with this, like, kind of golden aura around women where they kind of feel like they can say and do what they want with no repercussions because everyone's been telling them that they're special and they're delicate flowers and that they're goddesses <laughs> and they can just walk the earth like motherfucking Teresa, even though she's got, like, eight kids on welfare and she's never worked a day in her life. <laughs> and they just, like, get up in people's faces and just be like, I'm a chick, I'm awesome, I can do what I want, you can't touch me. And then there's a guy like your mate that just goes, mm. No, nah. and now he's the bad guy. It's funny because even to this day, I was like, you know, I make fun of him for it. Like, oh, here comes a guy, you know, who fights chicks or whatever, you know. But it's one of those things where it's like, I'm telling you, it was like five guys, including him, were sitting around. We're at like a Wendy's. He's you know all hyped up. He's he wants to cry, but we're around him. Like that was the thing about it. Mm. He wanted to cry because she just and you know you, you know where that I've been in that position man and you know where that that emotion goes it doesn't come out your eyeballs if your mates are around it comes out your no, face no 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 exactly so he wanted to cry but you know obviously he didn't but we all told him like uh, he was like he's like I know I messed up we were like well I mean it wasn't good but we can totally understand why you did it you know what I'm saying? but then again now that situation that's true equality because if a, I know women who've seen mm. men disrespect other men really bad, and then like that guy punches him, and they're like, "He deserved that. He he should have punched him." I'm like, "Well, here's the thing. Here's the flip side to that. Because like I've heard women talk crazy. Like, 
And it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, like true equality is, you don't want that. What you want is, I told her, I said, what you want is you want respect. You want supposedly to be paid for the same job everywhere. And then you just want to like not be, you know, treated like a piece of meat. I was like, you just really want those three things. And I was like, everything else you kind of think you want, but you don't really want. I was like, you just really want all around respect. That's all it is. Respect in the workplace, respect at home. Which is totally an okay thing to ask for, man. I think that's totally, like, that's simple. a good thing to strive for. Simple. And we've gotten there. You know, we've we've done that. We're finished. It's done. It's over. Why are we still still carrying this torch? That's The flame's dead. <laughs> it's it's gone. And you know what? I, I'm a hundred percent behind you. It's like I thought when we had this conversation, I would probably disagree with you more. And I'm I'm finding it hard to disagree with you. All right, I have to I'm gonna have to do this podcast me. again, but with someone who's just gonna like hate me. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I was I was going to bring middle road. I was trying to bring middle road, but you know how I feel about this one particular thing is like we we may, we may or you know what. No, you're wrong, okay? You're totally wrong. Uh, you're a loser, clearly, and no one would ever love you. Bam. Oh, damn, man. Ouch. You've got to take it personal. All right, so, so we, when we get through on that one, women are or are not equal to men? It depends on what you're talking about. Oh, dude, everything. Um, no, it's like, <laughs> it can't be everything. Right, so women don't want true equality. Women... Women want figurative equality, which means which means the right to vote, yeah. um, to to be respected. Um, you know, and this isn't a male versus female thing. I don't think respect is. It's an no. individual thing. If you're a disrespectful individual, you'll be disrespectful to men and women. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? That's just Not a respect thing. Um, so it's it's. I want. I don't want to lump respect for women in a feminism category. That's just a respect for people. Yeah, that's the problem. But that's that's what they that's what they do though. You know what I'm saying? Like at least the new age ones. That's what they're doing because it's like. Mm. Because I've, I've met older older women who are like, who've seen some of the stuff people are talking about, and they're like, what? I've literally heard an older woman tell, like a younger woman who was saying, feminist, this is, you know, that's, that's you know, when you look at me or something, you're, um, what did she say? It was something about like, she was basically, you're eye raping her. Like, you um. know, visually raping her. And I was like, and, and the older lady was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I just, she said it's so nice. How- she, cavalier that word becomes rape see that's the like, thing you can't like they get they get upset super upset about dudes um making rape jokes you know what i mean like that and it's like the reason that those jokes exist is because we know it's such a radical and life-changing event in someone's life to have to go through that kind of torment and stuff like that same reason we make jokes about starving kids in africa and aids and stuff like that because it's horrible tragedies right and that's where humor comes from um, yeah, I love it. So that's what the joke. So it's kind of justifiable. But sitting there saying that someone checking you out is tantamount to physical, sexual abuse that can destroy someone's life. That's the real problem we're talking about. Rape is making everything rape because it's not. You're going to put someone who some guy got in an elevator with and went, "Oh, you look beautiful today." Um, in the same victim stand as a woman that that got raped behind a fucking dumpster by yeah. some kid that swims. You know what I mean? And say that their emotional turmoil is tantamount. It's absolutely disgusting. Now, see, here, now that's, that's one thing. Now, I, I tell, I would say, if you want to bring up, like, a good uh, disparity, you know, disparity uh, remark when it comes to, like, feminism or whatever, it's like three cases where uh, guys have gotten away with, like, you know, rape of, like, penetration rape. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that one guy, uh, we're talking about the back of the dumpster where the, what was it, like the three, what was that, four, uh, foreign exchange kids or something came and saved her or something like that? Mm, something like that. Brock and, Turner, I think his name was. Yeah. Horrible, yeah. horrible human being. Now, I hope he never gets another job. Uh, he probably will, unfortunately. I'm mm. being honest with you, he should be in jail, but I don't know what type of candy-ass judge he got. Maybe the judge saw him and saw his son because, you know, he, they were both white or something. I don't know. You know, but, I mean, but this, it, but that that is, that particular thing isn't representative of the entire judicial system of America. You know, that's that's true. One but case they could use that. Now, that I yeah. told, I was, I was like, if you're going to use facts, use you know good facts. You know, so that's use a good all fact. the facts. You, yeah, that's Brock Turner got let out, and that was absolutely ridiculous. But you want to go and, and look at look at how many rapists are in jail, like that are staying in jail. Well, no one talks about them because it doesn't fit the narrative, if you know what I mean. Because they're already they want in jail. It, <laughs> they, want, they want people to believe that every dude's a rapist and everyone's out here just raping everybody up in here, whatever the hell that thing is. And, but they're not, they're not, we have so, like, we put men in jail who rape people. We won. Well, got let also, out. And it's that's also ridiculous. Like, how many are reported? You know, like, the one thing that's hard to do is, like, if you don't report a rape for, like, six months, it's not saying that you can't get the guy in jail. It's going to be harder because it's like, all right, there's really no DNA evidence now because mm. it's been six months. You know, maybe you steamed your body because, you know, you felt disgusted. Not saying that, you know, anything wrong with that. But it's one of the things where it's like, you kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's like all the things that, I, I forgot. It's like a low percentage of rapes that are actually like, um, I'm trying to think of the word now. You caught me at such a late time. I got the itis and all that. You know what the itis is? No. That's where you eat too much. It's basically a food coma. Um, oh, okay, yeah. I do yeah, that. Yeah. I get meat. I get. I get to get the meat sweat, so I gotta lay down. <laughs> yeah, like I'll, I'll eat like half a pound of like steak and be like, oh. So you're still skinny, man. I can't talk to you. I'm all big and fat and stuff. Oh, dude, uh, I got my dad bod. I'm working on my dad bod. Don't you worry. <laughs> Without a kid, that's. A, I like that. I, I appreciate that. I'm preparing. You preparing for the kid? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna already be a fat dad before I have a kid. You know what's good, and I've I've always said I wanted this, and then I realized I didn't want it because I got too close to it. Was where I could sit back and I could put my plate on my oh, belly while watching TV, magical. And just eat off of it. And I and I got I almost got there at one point, and I was like, it really hurts to breathe, so I probably should stop doing this. <laughs> See, I'd but, be totally yeah. happy with that body if I knew that I had like a like a loyal, caring wife who loved me regardless. I'd just let myself the fuck. Hey, hey, hey! And I be married. Like, I married mine. Look, I, I told yep. my wife. I told my wife. I said one of the reasons I married you, not the only reason, but when I got really fat, she still let me have sex with her. Oh, dude, solid chick. I didn't even. She didn't even really say anything. You know what she said? She said nicely. She was like, "Baby, I think uh, I think we should we should go on a diet." And I was like, "That's oh, perfect way. That's perfect cold. way to go about it." I said, "That's cold." Yeah. I said, "I appreciate." But she's going to be there with you. You know what I mean? That's a teammate, right she's, there. She's been there. Yeah, she's been there, man. She's pregnant right now. So yeah. Oh like, damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm out here, baby. I'm on the second you're, one. You're, you're you gotta doing catch shit. up. You gotta catch up, man. Oh no, man! I'll just die a single, lonely old. Man. Wait, you, you're the, yeah, you're the kidless one, man. What, what are you doing? You're supposed to be out here having raw sex every chance you get. Nah, I want my dick to stay attached to my body. You know what? Yeah, that's true. I can't just say have raw sex like that because I didn't just do it all raw. But uh, the one I knew it, I was like, I knew this is the one. And I let that let that rip off in her, and uh, and she was good and pregnant. I'm pretty potent. Right. I'm about to say I'm pretty potent. You're doing well, man. You're swimming in the right direction. Let's jump into number three before we go to another break. 
So number three is, if all men are victims of toxic masculinity, then who is to blame? First of all, who came up with this this toxic toxic masculinity thing? That means who? that if you like to go out and shoot things, or if you drive a big car... No, or you who came like up football, with this saying? I know a guy well, that didn't come up with that saying. No. Oh, God, no, he didn't. Um, but it's, it's <laughs> this... Hold on, let me, I'll read through this. It's only a small paragraph, and then okay. we'll talk about it. All right. So this is a fun one that's been bouncing around in my head for a couple of weeks. If men are considered victims of toxic masculinity, then who do we turn to to blame? Not men, because they're the victim. Um, they've been brought up in a society that regards and rewards aggression and dominance. But who built this society? More men um, who were brought up in a society where aggression and dominance and masculine traits were rewarded. And it just keeps going back. So each, each generation of men who were being manly and stuff are just victims of the prior generation. So what does it go back to? I was wondering like, how you were going to tie that back into the victim thing. I was like, all right, let me just yeah. let him explain this one. <laughs> so each generation of men, even like the most masculine man who's going, oh, I hate fags and I hate women and blah, 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 blah. He's just a victim of his dad bringing him up in a world was that was set by, yeah, both set by his, his grandfather and the grandfather's a victim of his father. And, you know, this keeps going back. So toxic masculinity doesn't really exist anywhere. And who can we blame if every man's a victim? Um <laughs> I, love that. I love that last part of every man's a victim. That is perfect. Yeah. That is perfect. Well, that's what they say. Like men are victims of toxic masculinity. And the problem is that the way they try and get around it is they try and disregard masculinity and say that it's not okay to be super masculine. It's not okay to go and you know, get in bar fights and go shooting stuff, go motorbike riding, chopping down trees with chainsaws, growing beards. It's all toxic I masculinity. Some, I got something funny for you. So when you say men are the victims, so I've seen multiple times, I'm talking about in personal uh in my personal life uh tv heard things you know videos on the internet plenty of videos on the internet. oh my god i've seen women who grew up without fathers telling men how they should be men by watching tv and mm. other super masculine machismo type guys and it's funny because i'm like wait a second like how can you tell me how to what a man is if you've never actually seen one or you know, or you don't know what it's like to be one, and I've I've literally seen women make little kids stand up for some fight, be a man, be a man, or stop crying, be a man. I'm like, wait a second, are you talking to a seven year old right now? Like you realize he's got like another at least I'd say eight years before he realizes what his manliness will be. You know what I'm saying? And even it's so many more years out there. It's like, but I've seen women tell boys to toughen up, be a man. Don't cry. Don't be a girl. All this stuff. And I'm like, wait a second. So like, it's true. And when it comes to the victim thing, what you're talking about, I'm like, you got a good point. Because if men and women are telling me to toughen up and be a man and not really explaining what that is, can you really blame me if I grow up with a warped view of whatever you know masculinity is or, you know, whatever you dislike about me now, you know, now that I'm a grown man that I've been told my whole life to be a man and, you know, man up and all this stuff when all I might Now I'm acting masculine and I'm like, well, you told me to be like this. <laughs> you, God, you know, goddamn L-I-N-T, I'm telling you, man. That's like, that That was good. I like that, that victim thing. That was good because... Thanks, man. It flips the script on it, doesn't it? it but it's also at the same time. It. I mean, but my point of view is I, I like all these things. I think we should be telling kids to... Young men to grow up. Don't cry, man. Man up. Man up's not a bad thing. Man up. Because when it comes to the end of the day, you're going to be married. you got kids. You're going to run into some shit in life. 
And sometimes your family will not hold itself together. So you got to learn how to just nut up and deal with that shit and be the, be the head of that family. And you, that's what being a man is. Sometimes you just got to nut up and do it, you know? That, no, that's true. I was going to say that is true because, like, my son, just this evening, he was going up the stairs and he fell and he, he didn't have a shirt on and he, he scratched his back on the, the handrail. And he felt, and it was a good one. It was a good one. Like, I thought he was going to cry, but I could hear him moaning, and I ran upstairs to make sure he didn't break anything. And, uh, and I, you know, I was there, and I'm like, all right, all right, you, you good? I was like, and I, you know, I checked him out to make sure anything wasn't broken or, you know, big dents in his body or something like that. And when I realized he was fine, I was like, all right, man, he's got to breathe this way through. It's not going to feel good, but you got to breathe, you know, mm. deep breaths, calm yourself down. And then he, and it was right before he went in the tub. And I was like, all right, I'm letting you know this is going to hurt. I was like, <laughs> I told him, I said, this is going to hurt. I was like, now the yeah. thing I did, the thing I did give him, I was like, here's a little nugget. You're going to have to submerge yourself in water and stay there for like a good minute or two to get that pain mm. to go away. I was like, because if you keep just dropping water on your back, scared that it's going to keep hurting. And he was yep. like, no, no, no. And I was like, hey, man. I was like, you, you know, because he keeps saying how he wants to be a man. And mind you, I'm not even really telling him this stuff. He just, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm, I'm a big. I say, you need pace. It's always going to be in like exactly. everybody's culture. Just, you know what I mean? I mean? It's always going to be there. He just wants to be. He just wants to be an adult. Really, that's like mm, that's the problem. Yeah. Mo- most they just want to be an adult. They don't be treated like a kid. But when I tell you, he manned up or whatever, and he submerged himself underwater for a second, and he saw what I was telling him was true. I was like, yeah, man, it's going to suck. It's going to hurt. Like I can't help you on that part. I tell him all the time. I was like, there's certain things I can't help you with. Daddy can't help it. I'm just letting you know you're gonna have to deal with some of these things on your own. And I'm seeing that more and more. And it's like, all right, cool. It's like you don't really have to beat the machismo thing into them, but you can't let them know, like, listen, stuff is gonna hurt, and you have to get through it. But if it again, if you're not dead, nothing's broken. You gonna have to go soldier through, baby. My dad was the same man. I remember I cut my uh, cut my hand open with a Stanley knife, like a box cutter. Oh, uh, when I was a kid, like did a decent one. You know what I mean, man. Yelled out, and dad came out and he goes, Give me a look. He's like, Right, yep, that's a good one. <laughs> like, he wasn't, you know, wasn't, Oh, you're all right, and you know, being all panicky. He's all right, you've, that's a good one. Let's go clean it up and see if it needs stitches. Yeah. And, you know, he goes, No, it's pretty good. We'll wrap it up, and, you know, you just you got to be more careful next time, mate. And that's, you know, I grew up with that kind of if you hurt yourself, you go, All right, well, pick yourself up. If you're not broken or anything, we're not going to hospital, so just. <laughs> this is how you deal. <laughs> this is how you clean that out. It hurts. You got to put this stuff on that really freaking hurts. But if you don't do it, you know we get infected and it's going to be much worse. So I just grew up learning that shit, dude. If I didn't have that upbringing in my job, I'm taking skin off my knuckles. I'm cutting myself every day. You know you what I mean? I second thing. I'd, I'd, I'd never done a second thought. I go, all right, and I just tape it up with electrical tape until I can get to the first aid box and go about my job. I'd never get anything done if I freaked out over every little thing. And that's not toxic masculinity. That's just manning yeah. up. Chicks cut themselves and they freak the fuck out. That's what they do, man. That's what chicks do. And that's fine. That's what separates us. Literally going to teach her the same thing I'm teaching my son. Like, there's not going to be... Different. I mean, obviously, I won't tell her to stand up when she pees or some shit like that or nothing like that. But, um... When it comes to like life lessons and standing up for yourself and cuts and scrapes and bruises, like when I found out, my I had an aunt who told me when the kid, especially little kids, and this is a good little tidbit for you, whenever you do have kids, um, you know when they hurt themselves, especially like babies, like one, two years old, whatever, mm. they're not used to pain. That's like, what the hell is this? Oh my god, oh, this is the dude, worst thing you, in the world. 
This is so, the worst thing that has ever happened to them. Literally, you know I mean? like, because nothing, never, yeah, <laughs> nothing so, worse has ever happened than that thing. But you know what's funny? I what my uh, my aunt did. She was like, when they do that, like my son used to like run into stuff all the time. You know, equilibrium's all off. He's wobbling everywhere. He's like a little drunk guy constantly. Yeah. So he he ran. I remember he ran into the door. Oh no, wall, real hard. He wasn't paying attention. He was looking back at me, chasing him, and he was going head first. He ran into that wall, and when I tell you, he fell back. And you know that second when he was trying to figure out what just happened, and his body was, you know, recouping because it was hard. And I was like, "Ooh!" Like even as a grown man, I'm like, "Oh shit, that was bad." And she told to just start clapping and go, "Yeah, yeah!" Because if you go, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" The kid will freak out. That reaction, yeah, and they expect that reaction every time. When I tell you, I started clapping, going, yay, yay, good job, we're good, we're fine, right? He went from, uh, 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 oh, all right, I'm good. And I had to make sure, I went and took him to the uh, the kitchen, made sure he didn't have a knot or anything, and we went right back to playing. And, but it was just that thing where it was like, that was the first time I saw it, and I was like, oh, shit. Our kids really do react off of what you do, which entails, like, that's why now you're able to, like, you know, cut yourself and whatever, you know, bump yourself, same thing with me, and it's like, no, that wasn't too bad. You know, like, nothing's yeah. broken. I'm good. All right, let's hop up. You know, take a deep breath and let's breathe it out. And uh, you get... fine, yeah. But see, here's the problem. When you're raised like that, they start calling it freaking, you know... Mas- Toxic you know, masculinity. Yeah, yeah, like, what? No. Like, just teach your kids to toughen up. So, yeah, so we're going to talk about where, where does this toxic masculinity begin? Because we know that it doesn't begin with their dads or their dads because it goes back beyond them. Because they are now victims of their father's societal pressures to be masculine and stuff like that so we go all the way back there we can probably safely assume that it has something to do with our biology like men are by nature required to be more aggressive to succeed in finding a p- potential mating partner but if well, you we don't yeah dude it's it's in us um it's but if science. you don't it's believe <laughs> in yeah but if you don't believe in evolution you know if you're say extremist left wing or right wing you're more likely to be a, a god-fearing person mm-hmm um, then we can blame it on religious texts because peppered through the Bible, the the Iman, the Quran is just straight up misogyny the whole way through. It says women kind of suck. But we can't blame religion for that or are allowed to blame Christianity or aren't allowed to blame Islam because we're pretty sure they'll like blow us up or shoot us. <laughs> for, like, they, they killed those dudes for writing a cartoon, for Christ's sake. You know, and like, so it's, it's kind of this idea where like, we can blame men for toxic masculinity, but we can't blame religion because that's rude. Like, are you kidding, man? No, that's a, a lot of people get their freaking, like, you know, daily life advice from religion, you know, from Bible or the Quran or from whatever text they're reading. Like, that, that's one of the reasons I'm not really religious now, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure God wanted me to make my own decisions. I'm pretty sure he wanted me to be a decent human being. Well, so, that'd you know, be that's, why he gave us free will. Exactly. I'm speaking like I'm religious here, but I'm not. But I understand it. It gave us free will to make our own decisions. And I think one of those decisions probably wouldn't have had to be to believe in him because that would make him a pretty big jerk. Um, to go, you've got free will, but if you don't do what I say, you go to hell. It's a bit ridiculous. That's, I think that's, got, you know, that's Here's that's some guidelines. <laughs> yeah, if here's some guidelines, don't be a shit person. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end of it. You know what's funny? I told, I've, I've gotten into a couple arguments with pastors and preachers about this. I said the Bible is basically the best-selling self-help book ever created. Yeah. It's, like, it's full of stories. I was like, if you go by, like, the stories and, you know, the commandments, which is literally a list of, like, hey, this will make you a bad person if you do these things. Like, try not to do these things, you know. 
And it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, I can kind of, you know, don't kill, don't steal, don't lust after your friend's wife or, you know, girlfriend. Uh, you know, don't eat too much. I mean, that's simple. You know, it's don't like... Be a sh- don't be a shit person. And you'll exactly. Be fine. Like, that's pretty much what it is, yeah. But so, yeah, so that's what I would probably tie into the toxic masculinity thing. If we're looking for someone to blame, church, any church. Any church that has a Bible that preaches that men are better than women, man, and that's where you've got to be looking. Not at, not at every individual man, but at the people that are spouting this nonsense and like trying to teach that stuff from a book, not from their previous experience with their parents and stuff like that. This is people that go, oh, this book says something that I was doing it wrong. Now I'm going to change my entire life to pick this book, <laughs> and now I've got to tell other people to do what this book says. It's the book's fault. Right, let's whack another break in here for ads. Again, listen to all this stuff. Hey, it's Clint Daly, host of the Daily Dose Sports Podcast. You know we release a new podcast every single Wednesday, and we bring you our own unique outlook on the world of sports. You know, we try to give you some actual insight and maybe a common sense approach to sports. Whether it's breaking news, some of the biggest games, or even some sports history, check out the Daily Dose Sports Podcast now on the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. The Daily Dose, your daily dose of sports and sarcasm. All right, jumping back in. Body shaming is a product of the media, which wouldn't exist if women didn't buy magazines or makeup. What, what's your thoughts about this? Okay, well, uh, the, the true, I was going to say, but here's the thing, though. Like, body shaming is really only for women because women have no problem body shaming men if they're short, out of shape, ugly. There's absolutely no problem. I've literally heard women tell a man not to judge their, like, fat, unattractive friend and mm. look at her personality and then maybe a week or so later talk about uh, tell stories about how they turn these guys down who try to talk to them who were too short mind mm-hmm. you this was a short person themselves saying that somebody else is short or they were too ugly or their teeth were crooked or their hair was messed up or their clothes didn't look good or they were out of shape and I'm like you realize the exact same thing you were telling somebody else to look over when it came to your friends or you it's the thing that you're judging a man on, right? Like, yeah. are we, I was like, are we just, like, I've been in a room full of, like, six, seven women just going at it with him because I'm like, you make no sense. You realize this, right? Like, you can't tell me not to, like, find, you know, uh, a freaking Jennifer Lopez or, or, or uh, whoever else attractive when, if it wasn't for women, I wouldn't even see this person on this magazine or see this person on TV. That's like, because, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like men and women have to agree on something for it to really go like nationwide, you know, worldwide, whatever. Like nobody really thinks, uh, I'm trying to think, who's the chick? Um, she's on like All Sports Illustrated now. Uh, she has like really big breasts. She's like, look, got like the girl next door look. Oh, dude, um, I don't know. I don't know. Jennifer Lawrence? I have no idea. I don't even like Jennifer. I don't think Jennifer Lawrence is hot. Yoshi and I were having this conversation the other night about um, like celebrities that uh-huh. who you think are hot, but they're actually not. They're just famous, and that's why you think they're hot. Very true. Like um, Anne Hathaway, I don't find attractive whatsoever. No, no, um, no. no you know, it's just because she's got some guy she pays 10 grand a month to pick dresses <laughs> out for her. You know, it's like, I mean, yeah, I think you know what? You think about all the people, all the celebrities, right? Even the ones who like man of the year, GQ man of the year, all these weird, you know, and even the ones on like, you know, the the international magazine, whatever, you know, like the designing magazines, whatever. 
when you look at him in high school, like some of them were like, all right, he's he, you could tell he was going to be a star. Like he looked good then. Mm. But a lot of them were like, are you for real? That's the guy? Like that bummy looking guy? Like, yeah, when you give him a great, when you give him a $1,000 haircut, put him in a $10,000 suit, or her, you know what I'm saying? And then you give Everyone, him all the jewelry. Everyone's going to look good if you, if you Listen, do that. Listen, I wouldn't be a sex symbol if it wasn't for the fact that I was broke and fat. I'm saying. Like, if I'm I can right, afford... i that with you, man. If, if I can afford a $10,000 a month trainer with a nutritionist and my personal cook, it's like, I'm pretty sure I can tone this thing on up. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately... I'm broke, so, you know, yeah. just got to deal with Here's it. My, like, my main problem with this body thing is, like, I'm all for the idea of body positivity, man. I think it's great. If you, you're kind of yeah. larger, but you're happy and you're healthy, then that's cool. Be okay with that. But, but you got to be healthy. Seeing, Don't just be happy. Be healthy. That's yeah, the thing. What I'm seeing is these, these feminists and stuff pushing the agenda for people to be happy about being morbidly obese. You know what I mean? <sighs> it's a... You seen that video of the chick that she's talking about being fat and stuff? It's like a TED talk. She takes like five steps out on stage and she's out of fucking breath. Like that's not that is not healthy. That is not happy. Um, and I don't see any feminists out there fighting for big fat men to be seen as sexy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's the, like the hypocrisy about it all is they're like, oh, he's a morbidly obese woman. To be a proper man, you have to find her sexually attractive. And it's like, wait, haven't you been fighting for the last three decades for men not to find women sexually attractive? <laughs> <laughs> or are we only allowed to sexually objectify fat chicks because it makes them feel better? Like, yeah, pretty much. Which is it? Like, and and these these women that are fighting for this body positive, like they're not even hardcore feminists. I like the old feminists, the chicks that didn't shave their armpits. They, you know, they just never Ooh. shower or whatever. They didn't shave their that's legs. A, that's cool that's feminism, man. <laughs> no, but that's brutal feminism. These chicks used yeah. to get like arrested, and this was in they were like in a proper oppressive society fighting back. They get arrested that. That uh, woman threw herself in front of a horse race and died. You know, like these were actual proper feminists. And now you've got women going, stop female oppression. And they're all dressed like they're in the 1930s or 40s. Like one of the most oppressive times for women. They choose to adorn themselves in this makeup and stuff that's straight out of an oppressive time period. And maybe if they were doing it ironically as like just something or like on oh, a show. Or something, yeah. yeah, but they're not. This is how they choose to dress all the time. It's absolutely ridiculous. And which brings me to kind of think that these aren't feminists. This isn't feminism. And I absolutely hate it. What they're doing is they're trying to pay homage to women who died for the cause, mm-hmm. who actually made achievements and great strides in equality and stuff like that. But now that's all been fixed. Now that oppression doesn't exist, they still want something to work well, towards wanna, but there's nothing there so it becomes petty, feel as in, you know what i mean they want to feel as important as the people who actually did something important so yeah. they hype but they're pretty much like they're pretty it's much like like, the, a, like a rich dude's kid you know what no, i mean like exactly. they, they never worked for the money they have no idea what it takes to work for the money but, but they, they feel tell like you how hard it is <laughs> yeah they're just brats is all they are they're just brats riding the coattails of mum who used to be an actual feminist well see that's what i'm saying because it's one of those things where it's like yeah, like, I get what you're saying, and there's still a couple more things to go. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, this, you know, maybe we switch the mind frame of whatever, whatever. It's like, but let's not act like, you know, like, you can't vote. Let's not act like, you know, you yeah. don't have rights, you know. It's like, like you're, now, you're now on the back of the bus. You yeah, know, like, like black's, no, no, no. Black, no, no. Black's got to go anywhere, and now they're like, okay, well, black people have got their rights. Um, let's just take it from women. Women, you're up the back now. Like, someone's always going to be in the yeah, back of the bus. Like, yeah. Black people to the front, women to the back. Like, no, yeah. no that's not how it works. It's, it's like, you know what's funny? I, I told somebody, uh, I told a uh, female this, uh, and she didn't even know, but here in America, 
it wasn't against the law to like beat your wife. They used to call them disputes to like beat your wife or your girlfriend or something like that. It wasn't against the law until 1994. Like, Whoa. do you realize how short of a period of time? Like, it would just be like a dispute. Maybe it'd be like if I hit you. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be domestic abuse. It'd be I hit you or like what they used to do was go to like married couples' homes and the guy might have hit the chick or something like that. She's like, he hit me, he hit me. And they'd be like, all right, calm down. Listen, let's see if we can talk this out, blah, blah, blah. It's like, and then if they had to come back too many times, they'd just take them both to jail. Like, all right, you guys are being a nuisance. But it wouldn't even be like, oh, you hit her. Nowadays, it's like, if a woman says you hit her, they're going to put you in cuffs and put you in the back of the car, get her side of the story, and then they're going to come to you and ask you what happened. If like, you're super lucky. If you haven't if, if already been... You haven't already been paraded across social media with your name, your address, your work, and all that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like they literally lynch dudes on an accusation. A chick says, this guy raped me. No proof whatsoever. This guy's name will be in the public media. You know, they will just absolutely destroy his life. Even after he gets acquitted, you know, he gets a tiny little news article. That goes, oh, by the way, sorry, we, 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 we messed that up. Yeah. And the chick will be anonymous the entire time. Even if it turns out that she lied about it and stuff like that, she, like, you know, nine times out of ten, she'll just go away and be like, nothing ever bad happens to her. She can almost potentially destroy a human's life. Do you remember the, the Duke lacrosse she, case that happened, like, in, uh, I think, like, the mid-90s here? Oh, no. I remember Mattress Girl got caught out. Do you remember Mattress Girl? Who, who was that? She was, like, some art student or something. She wore a mattress that she was apparently raped on on her back around campus or something like that. Anyway, it turned out it was bullshit and it never happened. And she got, <laughs> like, yeah, it was just one of those ridiculous well, things. But what's well, this no. lacrosse? So it, it was probably um, somewhere around, like, 98, right? Uh, if you just type in Duke lacrosse, you'll, you'll find a Duke lacrosse rape case. And basically it was, like, four or five players who were said to have raped this chick who was a like a prostitute or something like that, a car girl or whatever. So and they didn't. There was theft, really. No. What? Well, <laughs> 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 that was funny. I like that. Uh, <laughs> but where do you go from that? You know, if well, it's called an escort well, and she shows thing. up. Well, here's the thing. So she said they. She was like pressured. So she initially lied, right? Then she told mm. her lawyers when they, when they, she was taking them to court, when they took the guys to court, I mean, they were dragging them through the mud. They did all these horrible things. A couple kids had to quit school, all this stuff, right? It comes out she lied. And what was on, what was worse than that was the fact that the, the uh, her lawyers, her defense team, uh, the prosecution basically was like, she's been raped. And they were telling her, keep lying. They knew the truth. Keep lying, oh. keep lying, keep lying. It's and like then they defense gave her, attorneys are... Bullshit. Well, then they gave her they gave her more lies to say, right? And so finally, it came out. It was like that she didn't do this, mind you. This is like I think a year or two later when it finally comes out. So like the initial outrage was like, oh my god, these these college kids, you know, these these athletes, they think they're privileged to everything. Da da da. I mean, they ran these kids through the mud. Yeah, just hands down. For one or two years, these life. guys' lives are just. Finally, when it comes out. A little little excerpt in like papers and a little every night because it was like a nightly thing like they were the case was all on tv everything when it finally came out that it wasn't true well maybe 10 seconds oh it came out that the guys in this case were acquitted of all charges so on the yeah, new, no, big, you know, no big deal yeah they were like wait a second no you just destroyed these kids like i don't think any of them were over the age of 20 like they were all like 19 18 you know stuff like this and it was like 
you destroyed their names, destroyed their lives. And they're like, oh, my bad. And then the chick was just like, and it's funny because they actually railroaded her. They messed her over, too. So it was mm. funny. It's like it was the prosecution. Like once they got that narrative, of like men being men, raping women and all this stuff. It was like, no, nah, that's not even true. Like, can we? That's what I'm saying. And it's like when, when, when real women get raped, it gets overlooked because of situations like that where they'll blow this one situation up for however long. Then it comes out that it's maybe it's not true. A little excerpt, and then they ignore the next one who actually got raped. Yeah, but of course, like you know, and then this, these women get caught out for for lying about being raped and stuff like that. And then it's still going to be it's still going to be the dude's fault. Exactly, it'll still wind up being like a it's a it's a problem because of men. Men are this, men are that. That's why they lied about this. That's why they lied about that. And someone's like, can you take it just a bit of responsibility, please? Like, because. As wow. women, and it's, it's a lot of like third wave feminists that are lying about being raped because now being raped is kind of like. Remember, you were in school and like the kid with the broken arm was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. You know it's what I mean? Had a cool yeah. cast and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, like because of this whole rape culture thing, it's like chicks don't feel included in this thing unless they tell people they've been raped. Well, see, so now like, like, men's lives wolf. are being destroyed everywhere because chicks are like, I want to fit in with my friends in the rape club. And, like, it's and like, it's why ridiculous. would you want to be in that club? Like, why would you want to be there? Like, the people who actually got raped don't want to be in that club. Why do you want to be in the club yeah. of the worst thing that could possibly happen to you? It's ridiculous. You know it's a badge of being a victim is a badge of honor now. You know what I mean? Like, you That's get to say, is, I'm a victim. victim. I'm a victim. And now you have to take what I say seriously, really, whether it's it's true or not. Or it's like, where it's like, uh, the, the, let's say, say her name or, you know, stuff like that, where it's like something that happened to one person. Bad situation happens to a person, and then everybody tries to jump on it to be, uh, what do they call them, SJWs, yeah. the social SJWs, justice warriors. man. Yeah. yeah, it's like, calm down, like, nothing happened to you, like, you had a good life, why are you comparing your life with this person? Like, yeah, you can understand, you know, like, the pain It's a tension, you know what I mean, it's a tension, it's like that, that, well, that kid so with the cast, you know, every, every kid in the class wanted to come up and sign that cast now, they got the, they got the tension. I was the kid in the wheelchair got the attention. They got the special treatment and stuff like that. So if I'm they claim say, themselves to be a victim, now all of a sudden they're going to get special treatment. They get that that attention. And it's, it's funny because they'll go... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever... Like, when you hear somebody who says like a really bad story and then somebody wants to be a part of the conversation and they'll say a story that's like nowhere near as bad, but they'll like yeah. say it in such a sad way that you're like, oh, okay. You're like, you don't want to be like... Uh, try and ham, ham, ham it up. Yeah, it was like, you're, you're bullshit. Her story, like, their story was real. You just said some shit, you know. But it's like, they said it right after the person who said something really messed up. So it's like, you don't want to call them out on it. But, like, in my mind, I'm always the person like, oh, she just wanted attention. She, uh, we're going to ignore yeah. her from now on. Like, but then, but the worst thing is, when you look at, like, real rape victims, want zero attention. None. They, they, they None. Do one, one, probably one of the one main things that, you know, women don't, go to the cops and stuff about rape is because it's going to ha- it's going to be a big ordeal. They've already had to go through that ordeal as it is and they just don't they're like I don't think I can do this. I can't do the court thing. I can't. No, they don't want to relive you know, it. I'm going to have to relive it again and again and again. So these chicks that are running around wearing rape as a badge of honor like I have a very very hard time believing most of them. See, and that's the you know what? That's the problem. That cuz I mean that that crying wolf stuff is like you're taking away ruining it from for actual, actual rape victims. Cause yeah. it's like it's like yeah it's like I, I I'll never forget I had a friend 
and I have a lot of I've had a lot of friends in my life, but I had this one friend, and I'll never forget this. His name was um, God started with a Z. It's like, but he was a Hispanic guy. He was from Guatemala, Guatemala. However you say it, I can't say the word. Guacamole. <laughs> but no, so he was the. I want to tell you, he was the man. He was the coolest kid. Everything right. Uh, we were same grade. He was the first kid I knew that actually had sex. We were like eleven and twelve years old. He had already. Oh, so had he sex. was like king shit. Oh, he was king shit. He was king shit hands down. So that's toxic masculinity, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize, but no. So he had sex with this girl that we knew, and yep. she told people that they had sex. She told her friend, who told another friend. So it was found out that she. It was a. It was like he was solidified. We were like, oh shit, he actually had sex. He actually had sex with somebody. And I mean, we're like eleven, twelve years old. This is a big fucking deal. Like, her parents found out she cried rape on him. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what real rape was until then. Because, again, I was 11, 12 years old. Kid, so you come behind me like, Dad, what's I mean, going I've, on with my mind? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I, know, I knew it was bad, but I didn't really, mm. really know what it was. And he went through this whole thing for like a month. I mean, everybody really kind of stopped messing with him or whatever. And it came out that he didn't rape her. She just had sex and got caught. She was just being a little, you know, being a little, a little hot in the pants, whatever. Mm. He moved away. I never saw him again. Never saw yeah. him. He had to move away because it was like he got accused of rape at like a twelve years old. And yeah, that's heavy, man. It's like this kind of thing that sticks with you for life. That's like, yeah, you'll get stricken from your record and you get acquitted and all that sort of stuff. And but people, it doesn't matter. You are wait, always going to be someone who was accused of rape. That's, and people who were his friends so who knew the truth. They were still like, yeah, old rapey something, you know, or, you know, he'll rape you. I'm like, bro, we found out it wasn't real. Like, what are you talking about? And it was like, you just got to say it. All you got to do is say it. Like, <laughs> I think I heard a comedian say that uh, it used to be like, oh, that guy's creepy. And he said he heard a chick say, oh, that guy looks rapey. And he was like, yeah. wait a second, that's a thing? <laughs> Rapey's a thing. Oh, definitely, man. And that's yeah, what I'm saying, rapey. Was, <laughs> yeah, He looks rapey. He was like, I would rather look a million times creepy than ever look rapey. He's like, what does that look like? And it, that's like that's you. the guy that you go. I'm not walking down that alley if that guy's around. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know, and that's like that's, that's what I was talking about on one of the other ones. Is is take responsibility. I'm not saying it's your fault if you get raped, but god damn it, make responsible decisions. Don't walk down a dark alley at three o'clock in the morning. Well, now see, now here here's here's the thing where you here where you will get in trouble. That's because then they will say you're victim shaming now. Because but I'm not. Say, what I'm doing is I'm stupidity shaming. I'm saying well, well, see now. that guy should not have raped you, but you're a fucking idiot if you're going through Central Park, walking through rape hotspots by yourself at 2 o'clock really? in the morning where you can't even walk. Get an Uber. Get a taxi. Well, I'm see, not now, victim I'm, blaming. I'm just telling I'm you, that's what it's called nowadays. Blaming. That's what yeah, it's called they can, nowadays. They can, like, they can shame see, me all they want. It's here's the, the thing. Because I, I, I tell them, I'm like, listen, it's like you can't dress like... That's like... um. It's just like how, you know telling somebody how they could dress, like it kind of mm. goes back to the the, the, the body shape thing here. Like, how can you tell me? Like, uh, have you ever heard of a chick named Amber Rose? Yeah. Okay. That's um. She she blew that dude and became. She famous. was Kanye. Yeah, she was Kanye's yeah. ex girlfriend. Whatever. She then she was. You know who Wiz Khalifa is? She she did this slut walk and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, was, yeah. I was about to get that. So the slut walk, right? And the slut walk initially was 
for like ex victims of like molestation, rape, stuff like that. People who actually been stuff has happened to them, and but they were told, you know, people are like, oh, you were just being a slut, you know, that are people who didn't believe them. So they they brought that about and like, hey, we're not gonna let this, you know, define us, blah blah. blah. Actually, had a good good cause initially. They they make great strides in their personal like say uh, exactly, but their pride. They're they're building themselves back up, and that's exactly. a good thing. But here's the problem: then they went and actually got a chick who was slutty. And just being sluttish, mm. and she took over, and because and she has going, no it's my right as a woman oh, to be God. able to take a million dicks a minute and stuff. It's like, well, no, no, why? Even, why would you want to do that? Like, I don't exactly. Even know. <laughs> it's like, like I've got guy mates, and if they start talking about how many chicks they've slept with, I'm like, oh, shut up, dude. Like, no one fucking cares. I, like, I've, I tell, I tell people all the time. I say, I call guys hoes. I'm like, dog, you are a, like, I, ha- I love my cousin to death. He's a slut. He's a hands out yeah. And I'm talking about he's not even like the, oh, he's banging the best chicks. Just too many. It's literally like he goes to the bottom of the barrel, right? He doesn't go to the bottom barrel. He takes that barrel. He turns it on his side. He goes underneath and he scrapes that bottom. That's what he said. He doesn't even oh. go to the bottom. He goes to the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. And I told him, I was like, dog, you are hands down a slut. Like, you are disgusting. And this is a, this is my blood. He's like a brother to me. And I've told him oh. this millions of times because he... He will do it. He will, he will sleep with anything. Yeah. I think that, like, the accolades for that kind of action, it's a it's a young teenager mentality. It is. It I is. remember the second I became, like, 18, 19, 20 or something like that, I was looking at, like, older mates or family friends and stuff, and I was looking at their, your relationships that have been together for, like, six, seven years <laughs> and going, like, oh, like, yeah. that's that's something to be proud of right there. Like, you know, I've got a mate, um, a mate Neil, and he and his girlfriend, they're the, the first boyfriend and girlfriend they got together like they've never been with anybody else really never never have been with anybody else yeah they're together they're still together today they just got engaged and stuff and i'm like that guy's my sort of type of masculine hero you know the guy that can put up with a woman for nine years <laughs> and still want to marry her after that like that's impressive i like how you put, like, that, put up with it <laughs> yeah no but yeah but it is what it is you know i mean you've been you've been married for for a while your kids and stuff i mean you both put up with each other it's, well you yeah look I at saying, it. we've been together what we've only been married two years but we've been together going on 10 yeah so, see you know, and that's you're the kind yeah. of bloke that i'm like yeah that's a that's a man that's a cool guy you're a cool guy i respect you well thank you i appreciate this but i'm gonna be honest with your friend though they they worry me like whenever i hear about that like never doing anything else but the mm. like, one like, day okay. they're gonna get curious i was like you know, if, maybe, if they haven't already if they, dude, but they might work it out together you know they might just talk it out and be like hey look i'm, I'm let's bring a third person in this oh i'm sorry go ahead. yeah maybe a fourth or fifth or you know like a, a couch i don't know man whatever they're do into the, do the open relationship yeah but like back to my point what i'm saying is it's more it's more widely regarded as a successful man if you can stay with a chick if you can have a long relationship well, that's to me that's important you know, my, listen, he's my putting dad, work in to make something good, not just going like, oh, I built a deck, it's going to last all week, but hey, it's a deck. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, I want my kids to play on that deck, and I want their kids to play, on, play that on that deck. Exactly, because my, yeah. da- my dad has had three divorces. Damn. Right? Yeah, man, he's, he's out there. Uh, so he just finished up his third one not too long ago. And, uh, <laughs> and and mind you, she was only like four to five years older than me. Mm. My dad is almost twenty five years older than me. Yeah, well, yeah. He, back in his day, he look. My dad. I tell people all the time. My dad used to take me on the booty calls with him. Like he was being a responsible parent while being kind of irresponsible at the same time. 
Like he was like, I need to know where my son's at at all times, but I also need to get some ass. So I'm going to go ahead and put him on the sofa right quick. <laughs> my dad has woke me up many times in the middle of the night, and I'm like, what's going on, dad? And he's like, oh, just just come on, get your stuff, get your school stuff. And we would leave from the chick's house in the morning. Oh, man. But I, I, oh, I love dude. you, like, I think, I'm, from, I'm pretty sure I got some similar memories to that sort of shit, you know. Right, let's get number five done. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get number five done. We just keep tangenting, man. We're, we're not getting That's anywhere. All right. All right. Makes it so, better. Number five. It does. I like it. Um, the wage gap does more to prove that women aren't equal to men in the workplace than it does to prove the opposite. Well, you know, I heard there's actually not really uh, a wage gap. They actually said. Oh, there's um, not. They said women actually get paid. Uh, it depends on what you're talking about. So, you know. Yeah. I, I, the wage I, gap is a blanket term. But like what, what, what are we talking about? Because I've had jobs where I've worked at Walmart and uh, 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 freaking uh, McDonald's and, and, you know, even same companies recently. I'm like, we all got paid the same. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's what, the, that's what it is. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll do a bit of mansplaining here. I'll get my masculine on. Make sure you, you and spread, drop. spread your legs out when you do it. Spread your legs oh, out when yeah. you do it. I can't see guitar next to me. Hold on. <laughs> all right. So this comes down to explaining what the wage gap means. What does it mean? Alright, so it's built around the idea that women on average earn less than men. And once someone says this sentence, sort of like an easy manipulated college kid that's just out of high school, they're just used to listening to their teachers and not ever questioning anything, it, it sounds reasonable because what they're doing is, is a, a simplify it, right? So we say there's a room. Mm-hmm. The room will be the workforce with 10 people in it. The 10 people represent te- full-time employees. Six of them are dudes. Only four of them are women. They all get paid 10 bucks an hour, right? After the first hour, the men are going to have collectively $60. The women are going to have collectively $40. Does that mean that the men are getting paid more? No, it just means men, there's more men in the workforce. That's yeah. literally, simplistically, that's what that comes down to. They're like, oh, men get paid more. On average, if you take all the men that are in the workforce and put all their money together, and you take all the women in the workforce and put all their money together, men earn more. But no one gets paid more for the same job. See, that's that's the thing. It's like if there's more one person, that's like that's like if you take freaking. But it's not just that. Like there's more men in higher paying roles too. So you've got to take that into account. You know, like not every dude's a factory worker, and not every woman's a, a nurse. That's true. Uh, not every dude's a surgeon, and not every woman's a pediatrics doctor. Like there's different things. There's a lot more male CEOs because the. You know, these kind of businesses, these kind of work positions require a male kind of dominant and aggressive stature. It's actually changing. Um, like, in the last 10 years, uh, the rise of, like, female CEOs yeah. is up. Uh, and I Dude, there's some badass chicks out there that, that but, fit yeah. CEO roles perfectly because they're not having children. You know what I mean? They're not doing the married life thing. They're not staying home, taking time off. Men, across the board, put more hours in at work in pretty much every job than women do because women value family time more. Like, 7%, I think it is, more. 7% difference in the hours worked by men and women in the same roles. And that's why the dudes get promoted more, because they, they stay back the long hours. If there's a proposal due the next morning, a dude's more likely to stay back and work all night, where the chick's going to be like, I'm going to go to my daughter's dance recital, because that's, on the whole, we, women have got different priorities to men. Here's, here's where it is. Here's the actual, I'll tell you what the actual pay gap is, or wage gap, whatever it is, because I'm actually looking up uh, the Forbes list, and it has mm-hmm. a little article about, it says the wage gap myth. And it's, it's, it's actually pretty on the nose. Here's where, if they want to say anything about wage gap, here's the only argument women have. Maternity leave. Mm. 
Think about it. There's never going to be one man who gets pregnant and doesn't come to work for three, four months. Yeah, and you have, you have to replace that person while still paying them maternity leave and stuff like that. You still got to pay them not to be at work and pay another person to come in. Or, or because after a certain while, you don't have to pay them, but you can't fire them. So you have somebody who's on, you know, maybe not the payroll, but who's still taking up a position when mm. you need a worker now, whatever the case may be. So you actually lose money because it's like, all right, say Sheila was H- head of HR or whatever. Sheila got pregnant. We knew Sheila was pregnant. Nine months go by. Now Sheila's gone for, she saved up all her oats, you know, all her PTO, all that, whatever. She has, she had four to five months, right? Mm. Then she's taken off from maternity leave. Then, you know, whatever the case may be. It's like, that's actually where it comes in the gap because it's like, all right, we can't fire you even though a lot of them end up firing the person anyway. But they don't, you know, pay them or whatever. So it's like, okay, you got to look at it as I will never get pregnant. I will never take off from maternity leave. If I work all year long, you work nine months and then you take three to four months off. You can't count that part where you didn't get paid or, you know, saying whatever the case may be, you know, as a wage gap. That's not a wage gap. That's literally you not working working. and me working. So during that time, maybe because you're not working, I get overtime. So yeah, if we look I'm going to put pay- in more hours. I'm getting paid more because you're not. Exactly. So that's the thing. So when you look at it, if we look at it on paper, it looks like, oh, my God, I got paid more. But, like, but if you look at the hours, like, no, I was here. But like, you got to look at it. So like, if they're saying that, like, you know, women are getting paid 77 cents to the dollar, uh, no. there will be no men in the workforce, man. People would not hire men if you can get a chick to do the same thing. For three quarters of the price. That's what they no do with one would hire here. men. That's what we do no with one would, Mexicans yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, don't do it with women, but like, <laughs> why, why would I hire? Why would I hire a man if I got to pay him a hundred percent versus a woman? I could pay seventy seven percent, seventy five percent. Are you kidding? Pocket me? the profit, and yeah, no, of course not. No one's gonna look at a resume and be like, oh, dude, like this guy can save us like four hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, this is absolutely <laughs> amazing. And look over the page and go, oh, it's a chick. So we're gonna have to go with this with this guy. He can only save us three dollars a year, but you know he's got a. He's got testicles. They can't beat that. You can't beat the testicles, man. (laughs) Man, I highly doubt it. Well, for that last point, it's a Forbes uh, article right here that literally Mm. says what we were talking about, about how men work more hours. Yeah. And that's where it's supposedly the way, that's where this this idea of wage gap is coming in because they're like, it's literally saying that the problem we could, we could be comparing men working 40 hours to women working 35. Yeah. And they were like, this simple one, that's just one of the reasons why they're like, this is why there is this a myth. Like, yeah, so. Oh, but I, dude, the, the, the SJWs just have to hang on to this shit so much. But you imagine working at, say, so you're working at, you're a car salesman or something, you're not working on commission, you're working on hours, right? And you're doing 45 hours a week, and then this little bimbo comes in, she's doing 35 hours a week, and then she goes to the boss, Michael's making more money than me, why is he making more money? And he goes, well, he's working 10 more hours every week, and she goes, that doesn't matter, I'm a woman, I deserve the same amount of money. It's like, well, bitch, do the same amount of work. Yeah, like, just stay, like, are you going to stay 10 hours? Because he came in on Saturday from 8 to 8, like, and you left, you came in at 9 and left at 4, so... Mm. You know, there may be a reason why he's getting paid more. Yeah, it's just what I'm talking. It's like overall earnings, and they're like, that's not the same. It's like, of course, it's not the same. I earn more money than all the dogs in the world put together. Does that mean that 
Is there a wage gap there? Is there a wage gap? Now it just sounds like I call women dogs, but like. Well, and you know how that's going to come? You called all women bitches, just to let you know. You just called all women bitches. I get in trouble for that all the time. I have my friend Nachi, she yells at me for calling women bitches. And I was like, look, if you get offended by the term bitches, you're saying that you identify as a bitch. I'm saying women are bitches, man. Some women are bitches, and there are bitches out there. That's absolutely true. If you're taking offense, it means that you're identifying yourself as a bitch. I'm not doing it. You're the one. That's all on you. Well, you know what's funny? And it's one of the reasons why I married my uh, my wife, and she actually laughs a lot, because I've never called her a bitch. I, I won't do it, hands down, never will do it. But that doesn't mean I don't constantly say the word bitch around my wife, <laughs> because... We'll see some TV, and I literally, and this is why she loves me, and we'll we'll be talking about something. I'm like, man, that bitch is crazy, and my wife will laugh, and she'll be like, what? I'm like, man, do you see how crazy this bitch is? And she will keep laughing. I'm like, yeah. I was like, and that's why I love her to death because I'm like, she knows the difference between like, like I don't go up to women and go, hey, bitch, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Or I'll mm. wake my wife up. Like, I do use it as a word and like to just describe just, a plural or just an individual. But it's like when I when I say like you see what this fucker's doing, like Nobody says I'm not calling that. him a fucker. You know what I mean? I'm not like changing my perception on that individual's personality or anything. I'm just going. I'm just using a word to describe this fucker. He's being a fucker. Look at him. Or this asshole. Or you know, like it's just they're just they're just nouns, man. Get it's just over the word it. sometimes. Like yeah, like don't put yourself in that place. Like you know. Like, somebody's saying, you know, disrespectfully me and trying to use the N-word. I'm like, hold on. Do you even know the definition of that? I literally told a guy that, like, I was like, he, he tried to call me a nigger. And I was like, what's the definition of that word? And he was like, what? It, it's you. I'm like, okay, so what, what am I? What am I? What is, you know, like. What, is, know, what makes that angry. a negative commentation, man? If you yeah, I was like, I was like fire, what are you at least know what you're shooting at. He didn't even know the definition. He didn't even know the meaning. He was like, so you mm. just, I, I told him, I said, so you just think black people is, is niggas, is what you're telling me, right? And he was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man, you know you you know what you are. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you've just proven to me you have no idea what you're talking <laughs> you're, about. That you're a fucking idiot. And I was like, you're yeah. an idiot. I was yeah. like, you know what? I can't even be mad at you. I was like, your daddy probably talked to you or something. He's <laughs> like, a victim. <laughs> he is a victim. He's a victim <laughs> of stupidity. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. But uh, I, it, I really enjoyed this. I, I, yeah, that was again, good man. fun, man. Look, I've been I've been the same guy as always. Um, probably won't Obviously. change. So if you get bored, that's right. I understand, man. Thanks for coming on, dude. Late notice, I know, but um, I, look, I've been telling you that we need to do this, and I'm glad that you actually went through with it. And I had absolutely nothing to do. I was just sitting here playing with my dick, having yeah. a chat. Oh, dude, that's fun. oh, you playing with your dick? I didn't couldn't tell. Next time, I'll make some more sexy topics. You know what? Oh, no. like, you let me know next time. If you let me know ahead of time, I'll grab a couple times. That's what I got to start doing for uh, for Prime, but we always mm. run so late with the damn stump the chump, especially when all four of us are there. That's true, yeah. When's, um, when's Black History Month? <laughs> it's, all, it's all year long, because our history is oh. all year long. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I like that. I mean, it's, it's there's not like a fucking month. That you have to go to the library. Like, all the black you know. history books are fucking locked up all year. And they just and open the cage for one month. Yeah. And then, you got to get in there for the month. You can learn about black history at any time you like. You know what's funny? My dad used to get upset at that. And I couldn't understand. I was like, Dad, we get a month. And he was like, and he used to say the same thing. He was like, we get a month for all the stuff we've done over the last, you know, 
few hundred years. He was like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. He's like, you'll, you'll understand when you get older. And I, I totally get it because I'm like, wait a second. I've learned about so many other black people besides Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, Mandela. Or you don't even learn about Mandela in school here anyway. No. Um, it's Martin Luther King. Uh, who is it? The guy who created the cotton gin. I forgot his name. He also supposedly created peanut butter. And uh, Madam C.J. Walker. It's like four people you learned about, and there's hundreds of people you should know about. Oh, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> so, I think that comes down to personal research, man. Like, they give you the basics of it, and then you can go. Otherwise, you'd just be, you'd spend from kindergarten to year 12 just learning about black culture. That'd be it. You, you don't learn Go If it. you're interested in it, go go do the other research. I mean, how, many peop- how many Native Americans do you learn about in school? How many Chinese people do you learn Listen, about in you school? Know what's funny? Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, I, I believe, well, I was told by somebody who was, uh, where are they from? Uh, I can't remember Zimbabwe. Um, mm. They when they do, they call it world studies or whatever, and they learn about everybody. And I was like, really? Because I was like, here in America, we learn about America. Like even if you take, you know, geography or whatever, America doesn't like believing that there's <laughs> other countries. We don't. You know? we just we don't. like no. Nah. When you when you ask people where does pizza, French fries, uh, taco, yeah. all these things, they're like, it's an American thing. Like people, when when nine eleven happened. There was no longer French fries. There was Freedom fries. Oh, was that like, was so wanky. <laughs> it was like, it's like, like you realize that that's not even from here. Like we didn't create that. Like I don't even know where the America created food wise besides overeating. Uh, mm. I don't know. Philly steak, Philly steak sandwich, cheese steak. You know what? You got a point. You got a point. That is goddamn. Most geez. things that if you just add cheese to it, it's better. America. That was America's idea. <laughs> so, geez, so that's, you ever watch the Food Channel and see the fucking overeating? No, man, I don't watch Food Channel. It was a guy that so was, unhealthy. It was called Man vs. Food. And it got another guy. It's called Ginormous. I think All I've the, seen the Man vs. Food one. Where he goes around and like does the challenges of every mm. freaking restaurant or whatever. And I was like, do you realize how first world this is? Like, Yeah. How snobbish this is of people who can't get decent food every week that we're sitting here eating a 10 pound hamburger for the hell of it and then we're not even going to finish it and we're going to throw the rest away. Like, yeah. like somebody should freaking shoot, shoot a kneecap and take that burger and go feed the family with it. Like, hands down. Yeah. Like, but I mean, at the same time, like, there's that thing. It's like, you know, we're just, we're wasting food and all that sort of shit. But at the same time, like, where else is the food going to go? Like, you can't wrap up a fucking hamburger and send it to Africa. You know, like, that's, it's, it's kind of, that's the way it is. Yeah, we got heaps. That's why we spoil it and stuff like that. But it's not, it's not like we have heaps of stuff that we can give to other people in poverty. Maybe, like, in, in internal poverty. We yeah, could. Sure, we but, just choose not to. <laughs> man, take your, take your 10-pound burger, sell a 5-pound burger for the same price, and every time someone buys one, the same burger goes to the guy that lives in the back alley, or it goes down to the shelter, or something like that. You got to you got to tally up on the board. You know what I mean? It's like these many ten pound burgers have been bought, but it's only five pounds. So if you want to come in off the street today, we're yeah. checking these five pound burgers off, man. Come in and get one for free. Someone else has already paid for it. That's a great idea. Well, there's a couple of pizza shops like that in New York where a guy. Oh, you can pay, pay for, for a slice in yeah. in advance. That's awesome. That's such a good idea. I, I wish I had a restaurant now. All right, buddy. I don't mean to keep you on there too long. Oh, dude, you got some, fine, man. some drinking and masturbating to do. So, uh, oh, you fucking bet, dude. No work tomorrow either. <laughs> well, you and me both. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to have a full bottle of scotch pressed to my lips, maybe a straw while I just all put the, day. Well, put the... <laughs> <laughs> 
until I'm dry. <laughs> well, then that's so it comes sp- out like baby powder. Just that's when you, you spit some scotch on it. Get it. Make sure you don't get in the hole. Get it on the rim. And oh, damn, man. <laughs> We just lost all of our female viewers. All right, dude. Look. I think they already As if we had any out of, yeah, at the end of this. No. Thanks again, dude. He's, I can't wait to have you back on the show, dude. Thank Merry you. Christmas I in case I don't I don't know. I don't see you. Merry Christmas in the Christian sense where the guy is on the cross and all that sort of shit. Um, any way that Christmas can be celebrated to offend somebody else, I hope you do. I like it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You have a Merry Christmas and uh, don't get too drunk and don't make any babies over the holiday. No, no holiday babies, man. I don't like September kids anyway. <laughs> All right, man. You have a great one. All right, man. Peace. You've been listening to Spoken Unspoken. Jump on over to SpokenUnspoken.com for info on today's episode. Email me, Spoken at RogueIntel.com, with potential topics, hate mail, or even to join me as a guest. Spoken Unspoken is a proud member of the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. Find all of their great podcasts at RogueIntel.com. Spoken Unspoken.